Meet Stacy. Stacy's on the hunt for a new pair of trendy glasses. Call me picky, but I just can't find the one. Luckily for Stacy, Walmart Vision has virtual try-on. Now she can try on hundreds of frames virtually, then upload her prescription and get new glasses delivered right to her door. Really? <laughs> yeah, really. Well, the hunt just took a turn for the better. Buy your next pair of glasses with virtual try-on from Walmart. Welcome to Easy Eye Care. Welcome to your Walmart. Restrictions apply. See walmart.com for details. Hi, I'm Sabrina Steerwalt, and I'm Everyday Einstein, bringing you quick and dirty tips to help you make sense of science. On April 26, 1986, a safety test gone wrong led to an explosion in reactor number four at the Chernobyl nuclear power plant in what is now Pripyat, Ukraine. At the time, Pripyat was part of the Soviet Union. Several factors then conspired to result in an unprecedented widespread scattering of over 100 radioactive elements into the surrounding towns and cities. First off, RBMK reactors like the ones at Chernobyl don't have containment structures like concrete and steel domes. Second, the fire resulting from the explosion burned for almost 10 days and further destroyed the building surrounding the reactor. And finally, once air was able to enter the core of the reactor, graphite blocks meant to moderate reactions in a working reactor also caught fire. In the hours, days, and weeks after the explosion, radioactive elements including plutonium, iodine, strontium, and cesium contaminated a region of roughly 150,000 square kilometers in what is now Belarus, Russia, and Ukraine. Carried by the wind, these elements were later detected as far away as Sweden and Finland and across the Northern Hemisphere. The entire population of Pripyat, home to about 50,000 people and only three kilometers, about 1.8 miles, away, was evacuated. But the evacuation didn't happen until 36 hours after the explosion. Many didn't understand the magnitude of the disaster and thought they'd only be gone for a few days. They were not permitted to bring many belongings, including their family pets, for fear of contamination. So their hasty exit left a town that today appears frozen in time. A doll lying atop rusted playground equipment, supermarkets taken over by nature, and a Ferris wheel stopped for good. In the weeks and months that followed the explosion, an estimated 120 to 200,000 people in total were evacuated across a region known as the Chernobyl Exclusion Zone, which covers everything within a 30-kilometer radius of the site, or roughly 1,000 square miles. The region is expected to remain uninhabitable for thousands of years. Many of the radioactive elements decayed quickly, but the most dangerous— Iodine-131, strontium-90, and cesium-137 have half-lives of 8 days, 29 years, and 30 years, respectively. In chemistry, the definition of half-life says that this means it will take 30 years for half of the initial cesium to decay. Then, it will take another 30 years for half of what you had left at the 30-year mark to decay. But in studying Chernobyl scientists have learned that the ecological half-life of cesium, that's how long it takes for the element to actually disappear from the local environment, is turning out to be much longer. While contamination in the water supply has improved, the levels of radioactivity in the soil remain higher than the 30-year half-life would predict. 
Two workers died due to the initial explosion, and 28 of the first responders, including firefighters and a cleanup crew, died soon after from acute radiation sickness. The continued health effects are and will continue to be significant, although to what extent is less clear. Greenpeace estimates that as many as 270,000 people will develop cancer related to the nuclear disaster, with nearly 100,000 of those cases being fatal. The thyroid gland in children, for example, is especially vulnerable to absorption of radioactive iodine, one of the isotopes released in the disaster. A study by the National Institute of Health found that the rate of thyroid cancers for people who were exposed to the radioactive fallout as children and adolescents has yet to see a decline. The forced and fast evacuation, the loss of community, the stigma associated with being a, quote, exposed person, and a lack of reliable information have led to extensive psychological consequences as well. I'm what you might call very good at hide-and-seek. And since we got Xfinity, we have Wi-Fi all over the house, even in my super-secret hiding spots. So I can kill time in here by streaming my favorite... Ha! Found ya. How? You left to find my tablet on. Get wall-to-wall Wi-Fi on the Xfinity 10G network. Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas. Actual speeds vary. Meet Stacy. Stacy's on the hunt for a new pair of trendy glasses. Call me picky, but I just can't find the one. Luckily for Stacy, Walmart Vision has virtual try-on. Now she can try on hundreds of frames virtually, then upload her prescription and get new glasses delivered right to her door. Really? <laughs> yeah, really. Well, the hunt just took a turn for the better. Buy your next pair of glasses with virtual try-on from Walmart. Welcome to Easy Eye Care. Welcome to your Walmart. Restrictions apply. See walmart.com for details. So who is in Chernobyl today? The Clean Futures Fund says that 3,500 workers are in the area daily to monitor radiation and continue the cleanup and maintenance of the reactor site. You can also visit on guided tours of the exclusion zone. Many of these tours leave from Kiev, where guides are said to be trained to avoid hotspots. The tours are considered safe since the exposure to radiation is minimal over a short amount of time. Remember, we're exposed to similarly low levels of radiation while flying in an airplane or getting an x-ray. There is also a culture of young people in Kiev known as stalkers who sneak into the zone to take Instagrammable photos. And others still have returned to their homes in an effort to preserve their way of life. For those who are curious, National Geographic has a video of a visit to the exclusion zone. But in the absence of the majority of the humans that once populated the city, Chernobyl has also become somewhat of a wildlife sanctuary. Animal residents include dogs, foxes, and wolves. The dogs in the area have proven particularly resilient. Now there are hundreds of stray dogs that are descendants of those once abandoned pets. The SBCA International estimates 250 dogs live at the plant itself. 225 live in the city of Chernobyl, and hundreds more are found across the exclusion zone for a total of over a 1,000 dogs. And the majority of the dogs are young. The lifespan for a dog in Chernobyl is only about four years. But their main threat now is not actually the radiation, but the cold. It gets well below freezing in the winter. An organization called the Dogs of Chernobyl has begun to use these dogs to study the area. They capture the pups, vaccinate them, check their radiation levels, 
and then released them wearing special collars to help with mapping radiation levels across the exclusion zone. Some of the dogs are even up for adoption, once they're cleansed of radioactive dust, of course. Other wildlife in Chernobyl has allowed for the study of health effects of prolonged exposure to the radiation in the region. Studies have shown, for example, an increased instance of cataracts in wolves and higher-than-normal levels of albinism in birds. In the months following the explosion, very brave people knowingly exposed themselves to radiation and worked to contain the radiation and prevent it from further seeping into the soil, encountering the water supply, and being carried away by the wind. These people were known as liquidators. An estimated 600,000 liquidators, including plant workers, firefighters, soldiers, and miners from across Russia, Belarus, and Ukraine, worked in this effort. Part of this work included building a steel and concrete structure, known as the sarcophagus, around the reactor. The sarcophagus serves to contain the radiation and to protect the damaged reactor from further exposure to the elements. The sarcophagus was meant to last 30 years, which, if you're doing the math, are already up. A new containment shield, the largest movable steel structure ever built, was constructed in 2016 and now sits over the entire power plant. Workers still enter it, mostly to monitor the radiation levels, but also to remove the old sarcophagus and the remaining nuclear fuel. As noted by engineering professor Roger Sokolow, The Chernobyl cleanup is not just the work of the heroic first responders, but also of their descendants and their descendants' descendants. More than 30 years later, we still have a lot to learn about the impact of the Chernobyl reactor explosion. Until next time, this is Dr. Sabrina Steerwalt with Everyday Einstein's quick and dirty tips for helping you make sense of science. You can become a fan of Everyday Einstein on Facebook or follow me on Twitter where I'm at QDT Einstein. Listen and subscribe on Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you have a question that you'd like to see on a future episode, send me an email at everydayeinstein at quickanddirtytips.com. I'm what you might call very good at hide-and-seek. And since we got Xfinity, we have Wi-Fi all over the house even in my super secret hiding spots so i can kill time in here by streaming my favorite ha found you how you left to find my tablet on get wall-to-wall wi-fi on the xfinity 10g network restrictions apply not available in all areas actual speeds vary